When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back on the ball with Craney and Chris. Thanks to My Truck Wash Express and MGIB here on SEN Spirit 621. It's Friday afternoon. Uh, it's been a big show, Craney. A lot of chat around the, uh, the SWFL as we head into the final round, of course. But we thought we'd change things up and uh, we're already about to hit finals. This weekend in the women's competition. We are doing just that. So we thought we'd bring the guru in, actually, Chris. Southwest Times sports journalist, Justin Frizz. Good afternoon, Frizz. G'day, Crony. G'day, Chris. G'day to all the listeners. Well, the day is upon us. Friday afternoon, couple of hours. Everyone will be down at Kelly Park for week one of the finals. And I tell you what, what a way to open it with Bunbury against the Harvey Bulls. Absolutely. Now, before we get on to that, Justin, um, just the women's season on the whole, starting finals, but there's a few sides obviously dropped out. What have been a couple of your highlights throughout the season? Yeah, definitely. There's been plenty. I mean, firstly, Bustleton going the majority of the season undefeated, just the one defeat against Bunbury, which we'll touch on a bit later. They, you know, their percentage was well over a thousand for the majority of the season. There was a point in the year where they went about seven games without conceding a point, which quite remarkable. You can have a side that's undefeated with no percentage, but we had that. But some of the other positives, I thought, Dunsborough women, their second year in the competition, they finished up winning three games. There was there was a lot more continuity there and. Another real highlight for me was with the Eton Football Club, obviously Christy Jetta having her first season as coach, but they were able to get Ebony Dowson, the captain of Peel Thunder's Waffle W side down there, arguably one of the best players in regional WA, and rather than her going to one of the, the powerhouse clubs, she's decided to give back to country footy being a Goldfields girl herself and has gone to Eton and helped them win a couple of games, which I think we can all agree that that's a positive sign when you've got genuine superstars wanting to give back to our local kids. Absolutely agree with you, mate. Now, you keep a very close eye on the competition, of course. You're over most things sport in the southwest. Harvey and Bunbury, 6 o'clock Kelly Park, the qualifying final. What's your thoughts? It's going to be very interesting. Uh, I watched both of these sides last week. Uh, the the interesting thing for me about it will be with the Harvey Bulls in terms of selection, who lines up for them. They had a few out last week. you got to spare a, a thought for Emma Faulkner. She was leading the goal-kicking heading into the last round on 30 goals. She wasn't able to play 
last week against Kerry Park because of a bit of a niggle. She picked up a week or two earlier, so she was unable to play. And so Lacey Holdsworth and Daisy Rigby obviously had their shootout at opposite ends. Um, Daisy Rigby goes into this game for, for Bunbury fellas in incredible form. She's kicked 35 goals in nine games. That's after a full season with Swan Districts. And last week she broke the individual goal-kicking record for a women's game down here, kicking nine. So she'll be one to watch and one that the Bulls are going to have to keep their eye on. But not just having Faulkner out, they also miss Rachel Wright, their captain, and Trinity Brown was unavailable as well. So I'm going to be keen to see if they slot in. But Bunbury look very, very good. They've won six in a row. And I say openly, any any team coached by Stephen Bilsich is worth a chance. So mm. on what I've seen recently, the Bulls are good and they're probably able to take it up to Bunbury. But if I was going to lean either way, I would pick Bunbury to get the job done and advance and take on Bustledon, a side that they only beat about six weeks ago. Just to throw one in there, Justin, Daisy Rigby, you mentioned her, she's in sensational form with 35. If Harvey are able to keep her quiet, where do the goals come from from Brumby? Well, the good thing about this Bunbury side, Crony, is that they've got so many different weapons. So, yes, Rigby is effective, but they've also got Melinda, Bobby, Nakia, Jilly. They've got Chloe Bassett, Ruby Marnie, Indiana West. Now, Indiana West is only 16, 17 years old. One I really think we need to watch. She finished third in the best and fairest for Swans senior side this year and only her second or third year of footy. So... They, they've got plenty of options, but so, so do the Bulls as well. But I just, I'm a big believer in momentum and sides that take winning form into a final series. Just the way that Bunbury are playing, they, I'm really, as you can tell, I'm a, hmm. I'm a big rap for the way that they go about it because there's no selfishness in the way that they go about it. They don't care who kicks a goal. They all work together, as do Harvey Bulls. Yeah, wow, it's uh, hard to go past Bunbury the way you're, you're spruiking them, but uh, we'll see what happens tonight, of course. It is a finals footy feast. So we've got that game. Who are you, who are you tipping, Chris? Uh, Harvey against Bunbury, clearly Bunbury. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to go the whole way. And then Donnybrook and HBL is on just after it, also at Kelly Park. So we've got uh, the double header tonight. This is the elimination final. What are we expecting in this one? Yeah, well, well first, first and foremost, I think everyone should dip their lids to the work that Harvey Brunswick-Leshenold have done. This is their first finals appearance since 2019. They had a couple of lean seasons, um, but they, they've they gotten into fifth spot this year. They've played a good brand of footy. Um, they're not afraid to tackle. They, they play a hard game. So it's a, a great reward for them and to all the volunteers that have put a lot of time in. It, it, it'd be great to see them do well, but I think Donnybrook will just have too much firepower. Um, plus, they've also got Max Jetter as coach. And just, to, you know, Craney knows I love to throw stats in here. Heading into tonight's game, uh, Max Jetter has a 6-1 and one finals record in women's games down here. Three of those are grand finals. So... 
if anyone knows how to get the job done in a finals game, he does. But it, having said that, it will be his first ever as an elimination final because when he was at South Bunbury, of course, they finished higher on the ladder and it was a bit of a quicker path. But I'm going for Donnybrook. And uh, what about Lisa Holdsworth? 37 goals for the year and Beth Bond for Donnybrook. That's a pretty dynamic forward setup. Yeah, and, and again, they, they work really well together. Uh, Lacey Holdsworth has been excellent. Spent a bit of time up at East Perth earlier this year, so she's had some Waffle W experience as well as has Beth. She's been at South Fremantle. They've been a bit undermanned the last couple of weeks, Donnybrook. They've had a few injuries. They've really battled adversity in terms of some games they've had none on the bench, some games they've had 16-15. Uh, but credit to this group and the way that Max has got them prepared because they just roll up their sleeves and go to work, which I think we can all say is an admirable way to go about your footy, even if things are sometimes against you. And for HBL, Claire Brown's got 18 for the season and Zoe Roberts, 18. They need to spread their load. They'll have to have big nights, I would imagine. Yeah, the big thing for HBL, fellas, is that they have to start really, really well and they can't afford Donnybrook to get on a roll because Donnybrook don't need a lot of opportunities to, to get firing. The midfield as well is going to be important. They've got Jess Verbrugge in there who won a Nola Marino medal a couple of years ago. Uh, they'll have to keep tabs on her. But I think the biggest thing for HBL is they just have to tackle, tackle, tackle and just pressure the ball carrier and just attempt to make it as difficult as possible. But as we know, as as much as I've predicted Donnybrook to win this game, could go either way because, as we both know, uh, finals can sometimes bring up outcomes that we didn't foresee. Mm. With the Bustleton got the week off, Dustin, and... Um where, where do they sit in the scheme of things? Are they, as you said, been very, very good early on the season? There's been a few sides, got a few extra players. Where does Bustleton sit? Still the side to beat? Definitely the side to beat. However, I would be very, again, I don't want to put the horse before the cart, but I, I would be very keen to see not only how the Harvey Bulls tackle them in a final, but how if Bunbury are fortunate enough to get there, how they would take them on because both Bunbury and Bustleton match up very well against each other. The key for them, obviously, their local players I mentioned earlier, Rigby, Marnie, West, coming back from the Waffle W along with Chloe Bassett. They've really added a bit of extra firepower in there and it's just really, really exciting to watch. So I definitely, they're the reigning premiers for a reason. They play a high brand of football. Shout out as well to Rennie Meadmore. She's done a a great job with this group. It hasn't always been easy for her with player points and things like that. She's had to shuffle things around selection-wise. But, uh, yeah, if you had a slip saying that you you were predicting Bustleton to win the flag, you definitely wouldn't be going in to collect just yet. Absolutely not, man. It's uh, it's going to be huge. That's all tonight, of course, in uh, just a couple of hours' time, a few hours' time, we'll see the Harvey Bulls take on Bunbury and Donnybrook take on HBL and uh, Bustleton still looking very, very strong as we head into uh, the finals of the SWFL Women's. Justin Frizz joining us from the Southwest Times. Justin, 
Uh, before we let you go, the news broke yesterday that we're going to see the Perth Glory take on the Melbourne Victory in Bunbury at Hay Park, October 1st at 3pm, which, uh, as we mentioned, is coincidentally the same date as the SWFL Grand Final. It seems like it's, it's, a great, it's great to have two A-League sides coming to Bunbury and putting on a show, but the date it probably maybe could have been thought out a little bit better. Yeah, I uh, would would have thought that the the A League would would have been aware of where our loyalties lie on Grand Final Day. I say openly that uh, I'm all about local sport first and foremost. So uh, I know where I'll be on October one. It'll be on Grand Final Day supporting our local participants. But having said that, it it it's good to see the A League come here. But uh, I I. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't affect crowds for either event mm. because at the end of the day, we all love our sport down here, but we don't need to be thinly stretched as it looks like we will be on that particular day. <laughs> Isn't it great to see, Justin, though, top-level sport head down to this neck of the woods? Oh, a- absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think it's the way forward. I just... Uh, Briefly, I was talking to John Saxon the other day from NRLWA, and he was talking about should a future NRL side come back to Perth. Obviously, we haven't had a side in since 1997. They'd be looking at playing trial matches in places like Bunbury and Geraldton and Albany. So it's good to see that stakeholders at the national setting are beginning to take our venues seriously. And, of course, with... Hands over, getting redeveloped. Where you know, hopefully, we can attract everything. We just got to get. We, Chris, what do you reckon? We got it. We just got to get Crony a few more MC gigs. Oh, any chance I get to see him <laughs> in that white polar bear suit? I just oh, <laughs> make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The penguin suit as well. Last year at the Big Freeze was a was a was a hit. He's got his Elsa from um, from Frozen as well. So I can tell you what, Chris, it took a lot of. Material to make that dress. <laughs> <laughs> Loves a dress up and uh, and and yeah, if he can MC in those outfits, you get the best of both worlds. So yeah, hundred percent. Get him MCing at uh, at the grand. Well, be commentating the grand final for the SWFL, uh, and then maybe run over and do something at the A League preseason game as well. <laughs> be a busy man on grand final day. Justin, you're a busy man, and we appreciate you giving out some of your time here on on the ball this afternoon. Anytime, fellas. Have a good weekend. Good mate. You too. Enjoy the finals tonight. The SWFL Women's Finals. They kick off. Harvey take on Bunbury at uh, 6 o'clock and Donnybrook take on HBL after that, 7.30. This is On the Ball with Cranny and Chris.